0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 56 of the Hydrogen Nowcast for July 8th, 2022. The Hydrogen Nowcast is sponsored by New Day Hydrogen, who's helping fleet owners meet their zero emission vehicle needs. If you're the a fleet or transit operator and your fleet is wondering how to convert to zero emission vehicles but still meet your operational needs, New Day Hydrogen can give you the option of fuel cell vehicles by providing public hydrogen fuel stations near you and showing you the available fuel cell trucks, vans, and buses. To find out more information about both vehicles and fueling, visit the newdayhydrogen.com website, where you can also submit requests on the contact page. Well, today on the podcast, we're going to talk about hydrogen refueling stations and the compressors required for these stations. And here to walk us through all that is Freddie Briggs, the Vice President of Strategy and Value Creation at the company PDC Machines. Freddie, welcome to the show. Hi, Brian. Thank you for having me. Well, we sure appreciate your time to be here today, Freddie. So, Freddie, why don't we start with you giving an overview of PDC's products and services, and especially around your hydrogen refueling systems and the associated compressors.
1: Perfect. Thanks, Brian. Uh, That's a good place to start. So, you know, in terms of our hydrogen refueling stations, at PDC, we do everything from the, the small stations to the big stations. So I think a really good example of our small station is called the Simple Fuel Hydrogen Refueler, this is really a hydrogen station in a box for small operations, right? So you can do 350 or 700 bar, and it's sort of a, a drop-in installation, small footprint, the same size as a car parking space. Um, and really what's cool about this is it has an electrolyzer incorporated, so really you plug in water and electricity. And then from that, you get your sort of 20 kilograms a day uh, unit, which can fuel you know, automotive and 4 pif applications. Um, then, you know, all the way to our big stuff is kind of the, the obviously the full hydrogen refueling station solution, kind of your fleet refueling solution, which is obviously, again, 350 or 700 bar and a modular design to allow you to to grow with your fleet needs it could be anywhere from, you know, 100 kilograms a day to 2000 kilograms a day uh, for, you know, use for, for cars, buses, trucks, that kind of thing. Uh, and in you know an example of that is we're doing a lot of big bus stations in China at the moment, um, and these were the these were the scale that we used at the, um, the the Beijing Winter Olympics this year. So that's kind of the the hydrogen refueling side, and then on the compressor side, you know compressors are really our bread and butter, and we've been doing them since 1977. So we have a series of diaphragm compressors, really that go from the the very low kilograms a day to you know again to the 1500 kilograms a day for, for big hydrogen applications, again 350 or 700 bar. Um, and these compressors are used in everything from hydrogen storage to transport to refueling applications. So really, those are kind of the two product areas that we focus
0: on. Okay, thanks, Freddie. You know, I think it'd be really interesting to hear a little bit about the, um, the history of PDC. I know you mentioned that PDC has been around for a while, but uh, how did it all begin? And also, tell us a little bit about some of the people that make up PDC. So,
1: so in terms of where, where PDC all began, PDC began in 1977, founded by Sai Afsal, who is the, the father of the current CEO, Kareem. And so Sai founded the company in, as I said, in 1977 out of a garage in Pennsylvania. And, you know, from there, we, we've obviously gone, a, gone a very long way. So historically, we've always been in diaphragm compressors. And then in 1999, we moved to the, the new hydrogen industry and, and we had a number of demonstration projects in hydrogen in 1999. And then from there, we, we've obviously continued on our, on our hydrogen roadmap, building the simple fuel to, to bigger stations, and then really opening offices globally. So, you know, I think in terms of offices we have now, we've got Philadelphia and Houston in the US, and then Germany in Europe, and then China, Korea and Japan across, you know, across Asia. So in terms of people make up PDC, it's obviously a very diverse multinational workforce that we're that we're very
0: proud of. Fantastic. Well, you mentioned that PDC did make a transition to hydrogen. And I've noticed that many companies that have been in the business for a number of years have now begun including hydrogen products and services in their portfolios. But why is it that PDC really made that transition to focus on hydrogen?
1: Yeah, it's a great question, Brian. I I think first and fundamentally, the world has to decarbonize to ensure global temperatures do not go above the one and a half degrees or two degree Celsius increase of pre industrial levels, right? I think that is commonly agreed on as kind of a red line that would uh, cause devastating impact to the planet. PDC machines in Philadelphia, we see climate impacted weather events on an increasingly regular basis, whether it be tornadoes or flooding in our local area. And, uh, you know, when when you see it with your own eyes, you want to do something about it. So a PDC, you know, we're now trying to be a driving force of decarbonization using hydrogen as the replacement fuel. And obviously at PDC, we focus on transportation and power applications using hydrogen for energy storage and whatever it may be. Uh, but as we know, you know, hydrogen can be used for a number of industrial applications, steel, ammonia, et cetera. And I think that's why it's so exciting and why a lot of industrial companies, you know, recognizing hydrogen as the way forward as a, and as a, a, you know, a, a fuel for the future, so to speak.
0: Well, I absolutely agree with you about decarbonization. I know I'm a a snow skier and in Colorado, the temperature has already gone up two degrees Fahrenheit, which is about 1.2 degrees Celsius. The average temperature is already up and it's shortening the season. So it's always great to see products and systems coming out to help address that. You know, I'd like to take a little bit more of a deep dive on the simple fuel hydrogen fueling systems because it is kind of unique. Like you say, it's, uh, it's fueling in a box. But why don't we take a deep dive on that to talk about just why it's so unique?
1: Yeah, so Simple Fuel is unique really because of the market it goes after, sort of that, that micro hydrogen refueling system segment, right? And, and and sort of no one else is really in this space today. And yeah, why it's so cool is, as I said, that kind of hydrogen station in a box. So it's sort of about the size of a car parking space in terms of footprint, um, and really, it's it's plug and play, right? So you know, this comes on a lorry. We put it down. You plug in water. You plug in electricity, and then you know that's gonna that gives you your hydrogen up to twenty kilograms a day. And you know, for, for everyone listening, that that's about potentially you know four or five cars or a fleet of forklifts or or three or four delivery vans. So for really the, the smaller operations that are not a big bus terminal, whatever it may be, but for small fleet operations small captive fleet, so you know maybe a, a small office or a small depot, it really enables that group or that company to, to decarbonize. They don't have to go for the multi-million dollar huge station that I think the world is getting used to. So I think from that aspect, it, it's really unique and, and a really cool, unique solution.
0: Well, we are in an energy transition. And so we've got to start small in a lot of cases. And I, th- I think that Simple Fuel is a great answer for that. You know, a little bit earlier, you mentioned that PDC is a global company, and you've got some kind of interesting projects around the globe. You want to tell us about a few of those?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So starting with the, I think, Simple Fuel, there's some really, really interesting lighthouse projects we're doing. So number one is the Philadelphia Eagles. So the Philadelphia Eagles have a, have a Go Green program, and they're really the, the most sustainable franchise in sports, certainly in the US. And so we, have, we now have a, a Simple Fuel at, at, the, uh, at the Lincoln Financial Field, which focuses on fueling you know, fuel cell EVs and material handling equipment during game day. Um, and, and actually, that the, uh, the simple fuel itself is powered by solar panels on the roof of the, of the stadium. So a really cool example of a kind of a green energy loop there you know, in, a, in our backyard, right in Philadelphia. Again, we've got similar, similar simple fuels in D.C. Uh, we fuel a feat of six Hyundai Nexos in partnership with, with the U.S. Uh, Department of Energy. So excited to have that as a, a flagship uh, unit in D.C., I think then going to the, the, the bigger, the bigger stations, right? I already mentioned Beijing Winter Olympics, but we're really excited to provide kind of the, the compression, uh, for the, for the bus stations that fueled the, transported the, the Beijing Winter Olympic athletes around the Olympic village. And then, you know, more than that, I think we have a new station in, in Champaign, rubana in Illinois for the, for the university there, which is filling up, you know, 12 buses in, in three hours for a, for a, for a big university campus. And so, you know, to have a, have a university decarbonizing is really exciting. Um, and I think another interesting lighthouse opportunity for us is we, we're currently doing the first Australian public hydrogen station for a government fleet in Canberra, which is the, the capital of Australia, again, fueling a, a fleet of Nexos. So, so that's a, a few examples there of, of the small to the big um, hydrogen refueling stations that we have in the field.
0: Interesting. Well, those are some high profile projects. So congratulations on those. You know, an interesting point, you mentioned the simple fuel system in Washington, D.C. Well, that actually replaced an older system that was brought to Fort Collins, Colorado, here at Colorado State University, and we, we're we still waiting to get permission to get that turned on, and it's been over a year, and uh, I know a lot of people keep bugging me saying, hey, when, when are you going to get that going? But So I guess we have a little bit of a connection in common there with that fueling point in Washington, D.C. Well, let's uh, take a little bit more of a deep dive about compressor technology, and and some of our listeners may be a little unfamiliar with the differences between diaphragm compressors and piston, but why don't you talk about the benefits and the differences to the PDC diaphragm type compressor?
1: Yeah, thanks. I, that's a, a really great question. I think fundamentally PDC has been doing uh, industrial gra- gas compression since 1977 with diaphragm compressors. And then, you know, when hydrogen came along in the early 2000s, it turned out that th- these this sort of this technology, this diaphragm compressor is perfect for hydrogen. And the reason you know, and obviously within the compression universe, there are multiple types of compression, whether it's piston, hydraulic, centrifugal, etc. there's a myriad of, of types of, of ways to compress gas. The reason diaphragm compressors are so interesting and relevant for hydrogen is is really, number one, it, they, they have the ability to get to very high pressures. So 700 bar for, for tank refueling is a very high pressure. And, you know, the fact that a diaphragm can get there relatively easily is obviously crucial when it comes to actually the refueling process. And you know and the second reason that diaphragms are so relevant when it comes to hydrogen compression is really the purity. So when it comes to hydrogen refueling applications, hydrogen in the fuel tank before it gets to the fuel cell has to be exceedingly exceedingly pure, otherwise the fuel cell gets damaged. The, the reason the di- a diaphragm compressor is called a diaphragm compressor is because there is a, a circular plate, or actually three of them called a diaphragm that live in the middle of the compressor. So this sort of triple layer, when the hydrogen is compressed, it keeps the hydrogen pure and stops any contamination from the hydraulic fluid on the other side of the diaphragm and that's what's unique to diaphragm compressors versus a piston or a hydraulic compressor at some point in you know as much as they try to be dry running there is at some point some oil contamination which which obviously negatively in, impacts the fuel cell which is why diaphragm compressors are currently winning out on top of other compressors or types of compression when it comes to hydrogen refueling
0: okay great and uh, my understanding is that they're a bit more reliable too is that true
1: yeah, we're excited by the service intervals that, that diaphragms have uh, based on the types of wear parts that you're seen in diaphragm versus other applications and what that means from a from reliability and, and service interval standpoint, which is absolutely is another advantage of diaphragm compressors.
0: Yeah, excellent. All right. Well, thank you and uh, appreciate that explanation. So, um, Freddie, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's coming in the future for PDC?
1: Yeah, so I think... You know, with with hydrogen, the way it's going, it's it's a, just a really exciting time to be at PDC and and be in the be in the hydrogen industry more generally. So, I think you know, revenue is is doubling every year, and and with that, that creates a huge amount of opportunity. So, we're now making our first product in a new one hundred and fifty thousand square foot facility, very close to our existing facility outside of Philadelphia. So, really, you know, just just really exciting growth as we look to service multiple corners of the world. With increasingly complicated equipment. So we, we started last year with, with around 80 people. We're, we're going to be, you know, we're already now close to 300 people this year. So I think the growth is there in the global hydrogen industry. And, um, and so we're excited to ramp to enable hydrogen as an energy source across transportation and power. So we're doing everything we can to, to facilitate that expansion.
0: Well, there's no question that the hydrogen market is booming. I don't like to say it's exploding, <laughs> but. It's going to be difficult, I think, for all of the companies to try to keep up. So nice problem to have though, as I say. Well,, uh, Freddie, as we start to kind of wind this down, is there anything I didn't ask you about that you'd like to mention?
1: no, I, I think I think we covered we covered a, a lot of the the key points around around the industry and PDC. But I would just like to say that you know I think it is just a really exciting moment for the industry. I think, I've been to a lot of conferences this year and there does just seem to be this tidal wave of momentum, you know, with a lot of a huge number of multinationals really starting to think about hydrogen. And there's a lot of collaboration in the industry about how we can make this happen. So, you know, again, feel very privileged to be in the industry and and excited to see how PDC can support this transition as we, you know, as we look to to rebalance the energy landscape
0: globally. Well, it's an exciting time and it does seem like the world has Kind of gotten the message that uh, hydrogen is needed to really support all the other renewable energy like wind and solar. All right. Well, the PDC website, listeners, is pdcmachines.com. But uh, Freddie, if listeners want to reach out to contact you, what's the best way to do that?
1: Yeah. So my email is f.briggs at pdcmachines.com. And you know, anyone who wants to connect to talk all things hydrogen, I'd be more than happy to have that
0: conversation. Great. And I assume you're probably on LinkedIn, too. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, Freddie, thanks for your time to be with us today. Perfect. Thanks, Brian. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you bet. Well, listeners, if you enjoy listening to the Hydrogen Nowcast, consider subscribing to the podcast and also give us a rating in your podcast app. A good rating helps us be discovered by other people. And of course, word of mouth recommendations are really important. So consider letting people in your own network know about the Hydrogen Nowcast. And once again, I'd like to thank New Day Hydrogen for sponsoring the Hydrogen Nowcast. New Day Hydrogen is working to build out and deploy hydrogen infrastructure to enable any of us to convert to zero emission vehicles. And if you'd like to contact me, of course, I'd love to hear from you. And you can reach me through the website at colorado-hydrogen.org or on LinkedIn. So until next time, this is Brian DeBruin wishing you health and prosperity. Goodbye.